Welcome to another edition of Towelite Talk. This is Casey, and with me, I have a very special guest. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Brian Platter, and I am a avid geek. <laughs> you are an avid geek. I've known Brian a really long time. Um, this is his first podcast, and I was like, this is just going to be me and you doing what we would normally do in front of a microphone. <laughs> Rant and bitch about people and things. <laughs> exactly. Specifically, this episode is about the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. Um, it's slated out for the next five years until 2020. And I just kind of wanted to talk with Brian. He's a DC fan, right? I know you're a big, bigger Marvel fan. To be honest with you, like I, I think DC's good. Uh, comic book-wise, I'm more vertigo, but I do read... <laughs> Regular DC line as well. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but you've seen parts of Man of Steel, and you hated it. I, well, I didn't necessarily hate it. Like, I've seen most of Man of Steel. I, as I said, it was like a, the third in a, a triple feature at the drive-in. I fell asleep for 20 minutes, but it's like a three-hour movie. So it is. It <laughs> sure, really I didn't is. miss much. No. Um, I think they cast it well. I think it was a little drawn out. Um, I do like Zack Snyder. Um, I think he's a very capable director. I just think it was just a little much i completely agree coming from the what did you think of the nolan movies though the batman the nolan batman movies i thought the nolan batmans were great i thought batman begins was fantastic i think they were all cast very well batman begins was very good um dark knight was obviously fantastic as well um i think that with everything that went down with the dark knight you know with the passing of Heath, Heath Ledger, it overshadowed everything else about the movie. Like, although Heath Ledger did a great job as the Joker, yeah. I thought Aaron Eckert did a fantastic job as Two-Face, but nobody talked about it. You know, because, like, Heath Ledger did such a great job, but at the same time, I think his his death kind of, again, overshadowed everything else. And then you have um, the Dark Knight Rises, right? And I don't think anything would have been good enough. I think because it came after The Dark Knight, and no matter what they did with that movie, I don't think anybody would have liked it as much. And I, I think that everybody did a good job. I wish they, they left in the original audio track for Bane. <laughs> and although it was, like, very indecipherable, I know when I've watched interviews back before they changed it, you know, that was the intention. Like, it was supposed to be indecipherable. You're only supposed to get, like, hints of what he says. And then they just kind of overlaid it with, you know, Tom Hardy's very thick British accent. Or Australian. Yeah. Australian. And it, you know, how many times has that been parodied since, <laughs> you know? How many times has Christopher, or uh, Christian Bale's Batman Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I mean, that aside... <laughs> I don't think anybody liked that aspect of the movies. Um, but I think overall it was a solid trilogy. Uh, I liked the ending very much. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt would have been a solid Robin, although it wasn't spoken, but that was obviously implied. Um, but overall, I think they were done very well. And it'll be hard to follow up. I'm not going to... Dwell on The Dark Knight Rises because I absolutely hate that movie. <laughs> and I have a laundry list of complaints. Robin definitely is one of them. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but um, but I, I see 
It's my own opinion. Sure, I, absolutely. Like, a lot of people have defended it to me. I understood. And, uh, like, I get it. So, I guess more of, with the with the Nolan movies, and then going into the Zack Snyder Man of Steel, and setting up, you know, a bigger universe, we're, we're starting at, a, like, a dark point, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was very dark. And Superman killed Zod, which right. I actually completely agree with. Sure. And I know a lot of people uh, were mad about that. And it also makes sense to me. I've heard that the reason why he killed Zod, I mean, A, he had to protect, like, all those people. But another thing was is that this is a young Superman, doesn't know everything. Accidents happen. Accidents happen. But also at that point is what makes him go with, like, his next, like, no-killing policy. So in the next movies, we're probably going to see a Superman who's, like... More kept... Yeah, and more like paying for what he did, right. like, you know, mentally, morally, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. More um, like growing up. It's kind of like when they um, did the first uh, Casino Royale, when they brought in like a younger Bond. He's more kind of just very young, adolescent almost, where he was just kind of like doing it's his first double O mission. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was just kind of doing whatever the hell he wanted, and he didn't have that kind of cool, calm, collected yeah. feel. And I kind of almost see it like that, where it was just like, he didn't know what to do. He just kind of was trying to, like you said, save and protect people. Exactly. So going into this, this DC slate, let's, let's talk about this. We're going we're gonna to kind of go into the DC slate. We're going to kind of, you know, dissect it a little bit. Um, it's 2015 right now. Marvel's got... <laughs> Marvel has two movies coming out this year, mm-hmm. Avengers 2. I mean, <laughs> which will make billions of dollars again and will like be awesome. One. It'll be awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I've watched no footage since the first trailer because I want to keep myself <laughs> away from it. I don't know about you. I, you know, I always tell myself that I'm going to just avoid everything, but like I can't I can't stop myself <laughs> from watching the trailers. And to be honest with you, like I'm not one that, like, hates spoilers, uh, unless it's some, like, super weird, like, alternate ending of a film or, like, super, like, shock ending. I really don't care. I'm going to enjoy the movie nonetheless. Right. Um, so I do like seeing it. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be great. I think James Spader is fantastic. And the fact that he cast his voice as Ultron is just awesome. Like, have you seen what he did on The Office... Yeah, it's, he was a genius. It's great. <laughs> so that's that's his precursor to Ultron, <laughs> right? Seriously, you just see his like total like almost lax attitude, but he's so intimidating the whole season or series. The part that he's in, and it's it's when he got cast. I'm like, that's gonna be awesome, and you yeah. can just hear it in the trailers oh, too. Absolutely. So so you know we have Avengers, and then we have Ant Man. And we're another year without another DC movie. Right. Well, I thought... Oh, this did get... Okay. Because they originally talked about splitting. I mean, it might have been total... Well, we're going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, let's talk about it now, right? Okay. So, what a rumor that came out was that they were going to split it up. You were going to have Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice... Or, sorry... Batman v Superman. They called it something else. Enter the Night. Enter the Night. The That's K. what it was. Yeah. So that was rumored in October, I, right? Yes, and I actually hope it does because I think it would be way smarter to build a relationship between Batman and Superman 
in one movie without everybody else. And right. then <clears throat> Dawn of Justice be next year, which is still expected to be in, I think, May of next year. Um, and then that be the precursor to the Justice League movie. I think that would absolutely be a smart move for DC because they're obviously trying to catch up to Marvel. Oh, yeah. And Marvel has already had, uh, when did it start? 2012? 10, 11, something like that? Seven. First, shit, started that long ago? Yeah. That's when Iron Man <laughs> when was. First, like, that wasn't yeah. that long ago. I'm, I'm just like drawing a blank. So it was a long time ago, so they're like playing catch up, and I fear that they're going to rush everything. And, and Zack Snyder's already known for making super long movies. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, never. And, um, well, so, how about this? Taking too much and cramming into one movie. Like, Watchmen could have been two movies. It could have been and, eight movies. And I like... <laughs> I love Watchmen, the movie. I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the director's cut? Um, I don't... Oh, shit, did I? I think I did watch the director's cut once. Honestly, I can't even remember it's if I did. It's super long. It's like three and a half hours, and I'm that does it more enough. justice because I'm sure it might. And I know it. I know they did like the animated film, uh, uh, the black sales, black sales thing. thing. I can't remember. If the you title. so okay, Black Freighter. Yeah, Black Freighter. That could get added in there, but like that's the thing. Like, I don't mind the Black Freighter thing, but come on. Did it need to be in that movie to do it any justice? No, I guess no. my my issue was is like I feel like they they portrayed the characters very well. I thought they were cast well, mm -hmm. and I thought they portrayed them. I know Zack Snyder wanted to do it justice. It really just needed more time. Like if he did like a twelve episode miniseries on HBO, it would have been fantastic because the original comic was twelve issues, so each issue could have been an hour long episode, right? And it would have been great. And I know he wanted to make it some, like, I think the original cut was, like, four or five hours long or something like that. Well, this three-and-a-half-hour one is... Was yeah. that, the like, the original cut? I thought it was uh, even longer than I mean, that. It, yeah, I'm sure there's even more footage out there. And yeah. there is, I mean, it, there's <clears throat> um, deleted scenes. Sure. But I felt the three-and-a-half hours, I felt good. Because I know, like, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Book four is the biggest book. Obviously, they deserve two out. movies, right? And they did it in one, but like a lot of the stuff they cut out, I wasn't crying about. Sure, sure. So, and <clears throat> you know, when you have a movie uh, like Sin City, like the first Sin City movie, fantastic, fan fucking test. That was like page, page for page, like <laughs> they did it right out of the comic book, and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, and or then you take Frank Miller's uh, Three Hundred. It's like a <laughs> what ten page comic or something it's like not that, that it's long, not long of a comic book and the and movie is Zack Snyder it's two and a half hours and right. I thought that movie's awesome the movie I did I did I really yeah. enjoyed 300 I thought they did a great job they kind of threw a few things in there that weren't in the comic book um but that was done well yeah I think it was I just think that Watchmen like you lose a lot in the translation watching it at least that version on film right that you miss that Alan Moore put into the comic book it's just so much more breadth of work that you just lose everything in translation. And, and it's unfortunate because most people just aren't going to go and read it. You know, I know you've read it. Yeah. And I know you watch the movie. So, you know, if you like both, that's totally cool. But the people that, you know, say they like or don't like Watchmen, if they've never read the book, they just don't even know what they're missing. Right. I agree. It's just unfortunate. Sorry. I think that... Um 
So anyways, with Zack Snyder, we, we do agree <laughs> that he's a capable yeah, uh, absolutely. director. And did a good remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, which we talk about on uh, Gourmet Scum Radio. We talk about reboots and remakes. Oh, because I could go a on a freaking tangent that. on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, we got Batman in 2016, possibly 2015. It would be fantastic to see that first movie because one of my favorite things in comics is I hate I actually hate Superman. I hate it. <laughs> I hate his character. I hate the fact that he takes off his glasses and people all of a sudden just forget who he is. <laughs> right. But I love the relationship between <clears throat> Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. And I think that that deserves its own separate movie. And I think he could be very successful, especially, yet again, introducing uh, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne as well. Right. With the uh, introduction of Ben Affleck, <clears throat> you know... People can continue to give him shit all they want, but he's proven himself. He's a capable actor and obviously a capable filmmaker now. Well, you know, he's, he's on the town, Argo. He is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, people can shit on him as much as they want, but he is capable, and I think he is very capable of being a solid actor as well. And when they first announced him, this was well before they released the full next five years slate, mm-hmm. the big rumor was that they were going to do The Dark Knight Returns. Right. Which would have been fantastic. I think he would have been a great, older, weathered Bruce Wayne. And he even the pictures they've released show the part. It looks like what he looked like in The Dark Knight Returns. So have you seen anything, any of the footage from Batman vs. Superman? They released footage? Yeah. No, I haven't seen any of the so, footage. <laughs> I had no idea they released anything. <laughs> so at Comic-Con last year, San Diego Comic-Con, Zack Snyder came out and he read a passage from The Dark Knight Returns. And it's the passage where Bruce Wayne is talking to Superman where he has him, like, he's, Down, I, I know what where he's talking punching about. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, you know, and you will realize that I you on this day and like that was what he said so then the footage that they showed which is very hard to find online but you can find it and i'll show you after this podcast (laughs) is um batman coming out in that that metal suit and he turns on the bat signal and shines it out into the light you know into the sky and then you see a shadow pass over it and it's superman covering the symbol and his eyes glowing red oh and no that's way. all they show <laughs> so that fight is Happens. gonna happen oh and my awesome my whole thing is that <clears throat> it's 2015 now they've shot this movie yeah last year it's shot like why aren't we seeing part one seeing more yeah but yeah well i don't even need to see like leaked footage honestly right, right. i just want to see like that film <laughs> i, I want to see that film and i want them to say okay 2015 we're gonna do enter the night they really should just to just to if they're really going to push and catch up with Marvel, they need to. They need to, and in, in putting it out in October, which is a notoriously slow month for it's only horror movies. I mean, last which year, the last couple of years have been like flat for horror movies. Well, last year the biggest movie of October I think was Ouija, and then Annabelle like made enough to like make a sequel or whatever. But like right. those movies don't cost that much, but so it's, it's still like went under the radar. There might be like a a purge this year or like another fucking um, paranormal activity you know what i mean like they <laughs> saw re-release last year and it went horribly so anyways let's talk more we're gonna go through the rest of the slate here um there was one uh 
point I wanted to make back on the Dark Knight Returns thing. Now, it's cool that they're going to throw that fight in there, but the reason what concerns me is that Dark Knight Returns is, is essentially an Elseworld. Like, it takes place, you know, in the future. Yeah. So, how are they... I'm Obviously, we can only speculate, but I, I'm curious to see how they integrate that with the rest of the slate. So, let's think about it like this. Batman, in what we know, Bruce Wayne in this world is older. Sure. He... And I guess we'll just go into it because we'll we'll get to the rest of the slate. Yeah. But I'll tell you some <laughs> other stuff that I know. Okay, <laughs> or at least speculative stuff. Um, drawing more upon the Dark Knight Returns, according to what I've heard about Suicide Squad, Jared Leto's Joker is supposed to be very reminiscent of the Joker from the Dark Knight Returns. I've seen little few pictures of it with like slick back hair. He's got the slick back hair. He's like getting buffer. Okay. To be bigger. Because Joker's, like, huge in that. The Joker's <laughs> huge in that. And, like, I, I personally preferred, like, just do Jared Leto what he looks like now. Like, a skinny <laughs> Joker. I know. But, whatever. <laughs> he's adding weight. He's going to get bigger, I think. Yeah. Um, those Suicide Squad start shooting pretty soon. Um, yeah. So, I think he's going to get a little bit more buffer. And this rumor is Joker and Batman very much know each other. Joker has killed a Robin. And Batman is either with himself, without a Robin, or possibly, though I really doubt it, it's um, Carrie Kelly. There might be female Robin. Oh, okay. And it might be Jenna Malone, who I actually really like. And I've always liked Jenna Malone, too. On Sucker Punch. Yeah, right? Zack Snyder, yeah. <laughs> so it could... I mean, and maybe that's why people said it, and maybe that's the adding to the fire of the rumor, but sure, sure. another thing that got leaked yesterday was a conversation, like a leaked script pages, of a conversation between Batman and Robin. And oh, it's really? kind of like <laughs> Tim Drake as a younger uh, Robin talking to, you know, Bruce Wayne about, like, why do I have to, like, read? when? Why aren't you teaching me, like, how to use weapons? Why aren't you, like, training me more? And Batman's like, well... You need to know how to use your mind way more than you need to know how huh. to use these weapons and stuff like that. Okay. It's a little flashback. Yeah. And I think it could be a flashback before he gets killed by right. Joker. That would be kind of cool. That so would be fucking awesome. <laughs> it, would, it would be cool. All right. So, you know, if they go with that, then they must be doing an older version of a lot of these other characters. Or at least, I mean, a lot of them are immortal anyways. But, like, so I guess it wouldn't really matter. It w- so, let's, so let's go through the slate, right? So if we, in... Saying that we're going to see uh, Enter the Night, that's a Batman-Superman movie. Mm-hmm. If we're just going to see Dawn of Justice, the, the slate is Ben Affleck is Batman. Superman's Henry Cavill. He's younger, right? So he's in his 30s yeah. in this world in real life. Wonder Woman's a goddess, so she's part goddess. That's Gail Gadot. Um, Ray Fisher, cyborg. He's young, so that's fine. Right. I didn't realize he was going to be in Dawn of Justice too. All of them. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Flash, played by Ezra Miller from Perks of Being a Wallflower, and there's something uh, about Kevin. Okay. Or we need to talk about Kevin. Um, Lex Luthor is Jesse Eisenberg, so he's got to be in his But he's still 30s. tentative, right? No. Oh, no, that's for Suicide Squad. Sorry. Yeah. Like, he's not sure if he's going to yeah. be in Suicide Squad Eisenberg is locked right, he's in it. Dawn of Justice. Uh, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, yet again, he's a god. Don't know right. how old he really... I don't know if he's playing Arthur Miller. I think he's just... Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> um, and then The Rock, 
also yesterday or this weekend, because um, who knows when you guys are listening to this, um, <laughs> recently, <laughs> right? yeah. at some point, <laughs> yeah, uh, recently um, said that he's going to be in the movie as well as Black Adam. Oh, like, I personally think that's way too many people to throw in the movie. I thought it was too many when they said Wonder Woman and Aquaman were going to be in it. Yeah. Like, so, but we don't know. We don't know if like whatever happens at the end of Batman v Superman is a like precursor. Okay, is a precursor. Well, it's a precursor, but like obviously, <laughs> what shows up? Does Dark Side show up? Like, is that why Justice League happens? You know what I mean? Does okay. Lex Luthor like launch nukes at the fucking planet? Like, what would draw all these people together? Sure, sure. Like that—that's what blows my mind. Is like. I get an Enter the Night movie. You know what I mean? This is like what, what I said when I saw Man of Steel. I said this. I go, at the end of Man of Steel, you show a, a, like a newscast of Superman and Zod fighting. Mm-hmm. And then you pull out, and it's a bunch of television screens. And you keep pulling out further, and it's the Batcave. And mm. it's the Batman looking uh, at it and being like, like, don't see the actor at that time because it was yeah, Man of Steel. Just you don't the know any of that cowl. stuff. Just the cape and cowl in the Batcave being like, what the fuck is that? Because I don't believe in aliens. You know what I mean? Like that, And yeah. I've heard that that is what the beginning is supposed to be, actually. Oh, really? Is okay. Batman in the Batcave looking and being like, Watching so they must have, re- thank you, Zack Snyder, for reading... What I wrote online <laughs> um, on my Man of Steel review, but uh, I don't forget to tell that guy. <laughs> so, you know this this Batman is older. This Batman doesn't obviously he and in the comics too he never believes that Superman is fully trustworthy. Right. Um, he doesn't really believe that anybody's trustworthy. Fact. Period. Yeah. Other than Alfred. So, um, who knows what what the point of them fighting is, but let's say like they get into this fight, that whole thing where like Superman decides to work for the government, like he does in the dark Knight returns. Mm-hmm. And then Batman is totally against it. And he's been around for 20 years or so right, doing yeah. it, 30 years doing it. And then they fight. And then a bigger threat comes out because of Lex. And, and then they have to done a justice come together and I don't know, fight a, a greater power. Or a bigger enemy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? That's just an idea. Um, It could definitely be a go down that route. I'm I'm curious to see how how they really integrate Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad is the other movie that's supposed to be coming out in 2016. Yeah, because that's the next, the same year. Same year. Um, And actually, I might be looking at an old slate because I think these two are flip-flopped. I no, because I, I thought Dawn of Justice was March, right? Suicide Squad is until like June or July, okay, maybe. maybe it is. Yeah. Um, so Suicide Squad, we don't know the plot. Right. Obviously, these dudes get together. Um, the government hires them to do things. <laughs> it's you know they it's Task Force X in the comics, mm-hmm. and they dub it the Suicide Squad because they're missions that the government doesn't want to do. Doesn't want to do. There's no chance of succeeding. And Amanda Waller gets these guys together and basically says, we'll expunge your records for all the shit that you do, but you have to do to this. To help us out, right? Right, to help us out. Um, 
So how does this come about? Uh, let's talk about that after this commercial break. All this top 40 music is so boring. Jeez, I sure wish I had something geeky to listen to. Well, I've got just the thing for you, stranger. Who are you and how did you get in my house? Don't even worry about that. If you're looking for the latest, greatest, and geekiest podcasts around, you should check out Those Geeks You Know. Those Geeks You Know? Wow! Three friends talking about comic books, movies, TV shows, all the things that I geek out about. But seriously, you gotta leave now. Be sure to check out Those Geeks You Know on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also like us on Facebook and Twitter and tell everybody that you know. You, you gotta leave. I called the cops. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you. Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions once again. Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! Man, those podcasts sound fantastic. Those are wild. (laughs) (laughs) So we were talking about Suicide Squad and um, how it fits into the cinematic universe. Have you ever watched any of the DC animated movies? I have not. Okay. So you should do it. Uh, (laughs) Because they're pretty much all good. Um, And they did one recently, if you want to do a little homework called Assault on Arkham. And what happened in Assault on Arkham is the Suicide Squad brought together by Amanda Waller, led by Deadshot, uh, with Harley, Captain Boomerang, um, this person, Killer Frost, this other guy, he's kind of like Killer Croc, but he's not. He has like a metal jaw. Okay. Um, Anyways, uh, it's a great movie, but the point of the movie is that they have to break into Arkham to get something for Amanda Waller. While that's going on, Batman also has to go in there. And, like, the Joker is in there. He ends up, like, escaping and, like, (laughs) fucking shit up. That's awesome. And I remember watching this movie, and um, they do a really good podcast on it, on uh, Epic Comic Cast, which I listen to, um, where they review it. But I remember watching that, and then when the Suicide Squad movie got announced, I was like, okay, I could see this... This being the movie. Sure, sure. This would tie the Batman universe together <laughs> with the rest of the guys. You would meet Ben Affleck's, you know, Batman, Batman again. Um, if they do a little thing with Joker and Batman together, it would tie those two together. And it would kind of like... Batman is like... They call it Batman Assault on Arkham because I think they wanted to sell it more by putting sure, Batman in it. Of but it is a full Suicide Squad movie. Okay. Batman cool. is a very minor character in it, and the role that he plays in it 
is kind of like, whoa, like one of those <laughs> things where you're like, well, it's Batman. Right. <laughs> he okay, didn't have any you. reason to be there. <laughs> so it's, um, I think that they could do a good job with it. Well, and it sounds cool. I'm excited about the Suicide Squad movie. Um, let's go through the cast. We have Harley Quinn played by Margot Robbie. Uh, Deadshot is Will Smith. Enchantress, and I don't really know this DC character too much, so I apologize, people. Um, I know who she is. I know she has, like, magical powers. I don't know how the fuck she fits into a Suicide Squad movie. (laughs) Uh, Played by Kara Delevney. I'm totally butchering her name. Um, Amanda Waller, (laughs) Viola Davis, Jai Courtney is playing Boomerang. Uh, Joker, obviously, is Jerry Leto. And then they just recently replaced Tom Hardy with Joel Kinnaman for Rick Flagg. So... What do you think of this cast? I know you had mentioned something about hating Will Smith. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if we're gonna, all right, we're going to start with Deadshot Will Smith. My big concern is Deadshot never takes his mask off in the comics. So, and it's Will Smith. I kind of feel like it's going to go down the same route as Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Oh. is that he takes his mask off. Dredd never takes his mask off. Now, granted, I love the old Judge Dredd movie for its campiness, and it's a fun movie. Go on. But <laughs> they did a fantastic job with Alex Garland's Dredd. Yeah. Like, it was fantastic. Like, that is what Dredd should have been ages ago. So, you know, the Judge Dredd Stallone has campy fun. But at the same time, Dredd is just like... Dread. He's just awesome and dark. <laughs> he never takes his mask off, and that's what I worry about with Will Smith being Deadshot. It's like I can't imagine he's not going to get his mask taken off at some point. Being it, as big of an actor as Will Smith, well, is. it's not. I mean, he is. I mean, in, in in Assault on Arkham, he's demasked. Oh, he is. And I would imagine. So that movie came out last year in 2014. They've already written Suicide Squad movie come out in 2016, right? Yeah. They probably knew that this was going to sure, sure. probably tie together. Um, and in the point of the movie, it it doesn't really matter if he had a mask or, or mask not on. Sure, sure. It didn't like, play into anything. My bigger concern is like I feel like Will Smith is too big for a movie like this. And, you know, love him or hate him. And I do think Will Smith is a very good and capable actor. I don't think he picks the best movies. I haven't liked everything he's come out with. But obviously he's done very good films. And it's just, I think he's I think he's too big, along with all these, to be the, the lead of this. And I, I'm not saying he's not absolutely capable. It's just I, I worry about it. Let me play devil's advocate here. What's the last big Will Smith movie? <laughs> <Sick in that too. laughs> I mean, I understand he hasn't done a lot lately. I mean, I know he has, what is it, Focus is the last movie he came yeah, out with? Yeah, came out a few weeks ago. Um, I mean, he he's done decent movies, but yeah, he has kind of been under the radar at the same time. I just, I still don't know. I'm skeptical. Very skeptical. I'm more excited about the cast for Suicide Squad movie than I am about the Justice League movie. Yeah. Because I like every single person that's casted. To be honest with you, I don't know much about a lot of these other actors. I know Jai Courtney, um, but so, the other ones... Well, you know Jared Leto. Yeah, well, I, mean, I well beyond Jared Leto, Margot Robbie. Um, Joel Kinnaman is... Because um, I, I watched The Killing, and he's the star okay. of The Killing. He's also the star of the remake of RoboCop. 
Okay, which, which I haven't seen yet. It's not that good, but yeah, he's heard. he's fine. Um, Viola Davis is like she won an Academy Award for like The Help, and she's in How to Get Away with Murder. So okay. she's like very accomplished actress. Um, who else did I say was on there? And then this other. So the other girl is the only one I really don't know anything about. Kara. Kara Delvigny. We'll stick with Kara. Right. So Kara. <laughs> um, but. And with David Ayer, the director. Well, yeah, David Ayer obviously is very capable. Yeah. He is a good director. I yeah. like his movies. Um, I wouldn't even go as far as to say they're hit and miss. I think that they're really good, and then they're okay. Good. Right. You know, not bad, but at the same time, not they're not all fantastic. Like, I loved End of Watch. I haven't seen Fury, though. I haven't seen Fury. Um, Did you watch Sabotage? Uh, Sabotage was awesome. I thought Better Sab- than End of Watch? I didn't actually see End of Watch, though. <clears throat> Okay. Um, and I'm trying to remember what he did before End of Watch. I know I've seen one or two of his other movies before that. David there is other ones, and I can't think about it either. But he's, he's good. But I heard Fan- Fury was fantastic, and he is. He is a very capable director, and I'm I'm excited to see that because it's obviously going to have a very gritty feel to it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see him do it with all these very animated characters. Because right. it's DC and their villains, it's just especially with the Joker in there. It's like everything's going to be vibrant and colorful and just like. Are they? What from DC recently has shown you that they're going to do anything colorful? Well, but I feel like they kind of. I mean, I mean, I guess. I, if, I guess if you go more the route, kind of like the. They're obviously stick. They muted the fuck out of Superman's costume. That's true. They're not going to do colorful. Nah, I guess not. <laughs> did, did you see Aquaman? I did see a few did he, uh, the, did you the even poster see of orange? orange. It was like oh, there is orange. orange. <laughs> it was like the darkest orange I've ever seen. They probably yeah, you're probably right. They probably will saturate like all the colors. But I guess you know what I actually kind of would hope though is like okay, let's say they do most of the characters very saturated. But I would kind of hope that they would do Joker and Harley Quinn still vibrant to almost contrast the rest of it because they are so animated right. over everybody else in the right. cast. I think that would be cool. Of course, that's speculation, but it's... No, I... Hey, I'm right there with you. Yeah. One other person who is also rumored to be in it <laughs> is, uh, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but Joe Manganiello from True Blood. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Rumored as Deathstroke. Which really? Which would be awesome. <laughs> he would be cool. Uh, I know he... Um, uh, what did I watch with him... Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in Sabotage. He was the yeah. big guy in Sabotage. Yep. Yeah, I knew I recognized so him. So that's yeah. another thing. And, and maybe they rumor, but, I mean, most people, when you act with a director, you He's probably easy. will do it again. Sure, like sure. Mark you Wahlberg was like, oh, I'll do Pain and Gain. Oh, Transformers. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, I didn't a different want to podcast. That's a get different, into we, Michael we're not, Bay. We're not talking about it. <laughs> or Transformers. We're not talking about it. So anyways... Um, so, you know, it's pretty pretty crazy cast. Um, we don't know what the movie's going to be about. No. It would be cool if they did the Assault on Arkham thing. I also think it would be really cool if they did a heist movie. Like, I think it would be cool, too. Straight up, like, an Ocean's Eleven Like, heist-style movie. That would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Are we going to um, talk at all about, like, or do you want to talk at all about Joker? <laughs> yeah, talk about him. I, uh, this is your podcast, man. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I want to throw in some points there because the Joker is probably one of my all-time favorite characters, and I've read a lot of Joker stories and you know the film interpretations. And then you have your um, 
Mark Hamill as the Joker, you know, in the, the cartoon. Obviously, he's given up the role since, but uh, it's he's probably one of the greatest characters ever written in comic books. I think he's just such a cool character yeah, because absolutely. everything he does has no rhyme or reason to it. Like, he just does everything he wants to fucking do, and it's like, who doesn't want to live like that, right? I agree. <laughs> um, and then you have the interpretations of the character and all. Everybody raved about Heath Ledger's Joker, which, don't get me wrong, was fantastic. <laughs> and I kind of go back to the point where I feel like if Heath Ledger hadn't unfortunately passed away before that movie even came out, that I don't think people would have raved about it as much as they did. I think it amplified everything. Now, again, I think he did a great job. But people were like, this is the end-all, be-all of the Joker. And it's like, it's not. Like, the Joker has been portrayed dozens of ways throughout the comic books, right. throughout the movies, throughout the cartoons, everything. And everyone has its own vision. Everyone has its own style. And that's just what Heath Ledger did. He put his own take and style, and he did a really good job of it. But there are so many other great interpretations of the Joker out there that exist that people, I feel like, just forgot about. And, you know, it was unfortunate, but it was still a good movie and he did a great job. And I'm, and that's kind of the one thing that I'm worried about with the Suicide Squad with Jared Leto. And it's not that I am worried about Jared Leto doing a good job as the Joker. Cause like you said, he's, I mean, I was bulking up for it, but he's, he's a weird looking dude, <laughs> you so know, he's the Joker, right? Exactly. So, you know, it, 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 he fits the part and he obviously is a very capable director. Um, sorry, actor. And he's going to put his own spin on it. I think he's going to do a good job, but unfortunately I fear that everybody's going to judge him on Heath Ledger. Why wouldn't they? And that's the, that's the unfortunate part. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> everyone judges Heath Ledger from Jack Nicholson, right? But then, you know, with everything that happened, it just, that's the way it went down. And they're going to judge, you know, Jared Leto and Heath Ledger. Unfortunately, they're just not going to be able to separate the two, good or bad. And I think because of everything that went down with The Dark Knight, I almost fear no matter what Jared Leto does, people will still find a way to bitch about it. I think that, well, a couple things with that. People are going to find ways to bitch about it, mm -hmm. period. Like Everything. <laughs> me, and, uh, me and my cousin did on Gourmet Scum Radio. We, we just did an episode about, well, I don't know what the name is going to be when we actually put it out, but we called it Shitty Geeks, which are people <laughs> who just complain Shit about everything. About everything <laughs> and yeah. then they like will still spend the money to go see something when sure. they clearly like, no, they're going to hate like it. you don't want to see transformers. Did you go see all of them? I only saw the first exactly. and I only saw it cause it was a double feature. At exactly. The drive -in. <laughs> but like that's, the, but you're smart about it. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to see these movies. They're not what I want to see. Whereas these are people who are like, I'm going to go see this movie specifically to this. shit on it. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, d d go like live your life, go have fun, go watch the things that you like. So, for me, I don't think that Heath Ledger is the quintessential Joker. And the only reason why is because, right. like and you said, there's a million different Jokers. Yeah. I do think that the reason I like The Dark Knight isn't... It's because of Heath Ledger's performance. 
It's not because of him playing the character of the Joker. I think it's in a fantastic crime drama. It movie. was. It just it could have been about anybody because Batman is hardly in that movie. Right. And the Joker being who he is, it could have just been a crazy guy who didn't lick his lips and cut himself or whatever the right. fuck he did in his mouth. Like, if it was just a normal, crazy person, would have had the same effect. It would have still been a good movie, and it was still a good movie. I just, I just, I think, just think that too many people made it about Heath Ledger. I do, but, like, now we're at... Uh, here's the other thing, dude. Like, we're almost... It's almost 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, it was 06. So... I don't know. I think that I that's think, faded a bit. It's yeah, faded a bit. Like I understand. That's putting a lot of faith into it. It would be like... But Jack Nicholson, when was the first Batman? 89. 80, 89, yeah. Yeah. So that was 12 years? 17 years? Yes. And but they I still mean, judge. as like, is he going to be better than Jack Nicholson? <laughs> but people also judged because there was no other Jokers, live-action Jokers. Right. And there was also... Um, Heath Except Ledger was Adam West shit Joker. on. <laughs> well, right. I mean, but I'm saying like between the time of Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger, there was no other live action right. Jokers. And also Heath Ledger, people were hating on him because his other movie was Brokeback. <laughs> so like, and then he gets and becomes the Joker. Right. People were like, th- like we're thinking about the general audience. We're not talking about comic book people. Yeah. The general That's audience true. is not the most intelligent. Some of them. You know what I mean? They probably aren't thinking too much about it. And, like, when they go and see Jared Leto, they're either going to be um, 30 Seconds to Mars fans. Right. Fight Club fans who've never seen any of his other work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, or they're just random movie fans who are like, oh, wow, this is a cool action movie. Yeah. No, I get it. So, I like, that's it. it. Like, yeah. you have to think, like, the subset of people who are actually going to really complain about him being the Joker are, like... Us, but then us who are assholes. Right. They're, I understand They're what you comic mean. geeks who are asshole geeks. Those are the only ones who are really going to say anything. And you're probably right. And because, you know, I've read so many Joker stories. And, and actually, even, you know, going back to your point when Heath Ledger was cast, I thought back when Heath Ledger and Aaron Eckhart were cast as the two villains. Yeah. I thought just strictly looks wise, they should have been flip-flopped. Because Aaron Eckert has a much longer face. He's kind of a lengthy guy. Where Heath Ledger has more of like a stocky build. I think he would have been better, looks-wise, as Two-Face. Hmm. But granted, they both did a fantastic job at their parts. Right. And I'm, you know, it, it was a great movie. I'm just saying, when they first announced, before anything else came out, I think I thought that they should have been flip-flopped. I remember talking about it back then. I but, just, yeah, I, I just remember being like... How the hell is this going to get pulled off? Right? And, um, <laughs> you know, I got sold on it. My thing now is, like, I don't like that Heath Ledger's Joker is, to most people, the end-all Joker. Right. I hate going to comic conventions. And that was my and issue. the toys. Ugh. And they're all Dressed that Joker. Like and I'm just like, it's not... <laughs> That's not the Joker that we've known for 60 years. Right. We know the other one yeah. with the real green hair and the big smile. Yeah. And, like, as much as, like, I could slag off uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker because kind of is not the Joker. But he was still <laughs> a very animated, like, like comic book Joker. Yeah, he, he acts more like the comic books of those times. Yeah. And more of the 60s uh, Joker. Right. Heath Ledger's Joker is, like... Way more sadistic, and I think the reason why I like his character so much is that he embodies the Joker of, like, 
He doesn't give a fuck. Just what he's supposed whatever. to be. Yes. A villain. He's right. a bad guy. He's a bad guy who does things just to do them. And I agree. And honestly, that's my one of my biggest complaints about The Dark Knight. And you know me. I've obviously, and I said before, I'm a huge fan of The Joker. And I've been a Joker fan for a long time. And I yeah. always wanted to be the Joker for Halloween as long as I had Harley Quinn. And I had that opportunity this past Halloween. And of course, I did the comic book version of the Joker. Right. But whenever you see people dressed as the Joker for Halloween, it's rare that you see the comic version. After Dark Knight came out, it was always the Heath Ledger version. Always. It's not even like, oh, here's two. One or the other is the comic book and the other Heath Ledger. They're all Heath Ledger. Yeah. And that's, for the most part, the costumes you see and things like that. And it's it's unfortunate. Right. Because although people even liked the Joker beforehand, all of a sudden everybody wanted to be the Heath Ledger Joker. Right. And I and I get it, and you know I can't I can't complain too much because it's like we're living in a time where we're having a podcast about these movies coming out. Life because, is art, right? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, when we were kids reading these comics, there wasn't a DC cinematic universe. No, there was True. Joel Schumacher's shitty Batman. <laughs> so to be honest, I liked fucking, I like Batman Forever. I like Batman. Forever. I don't mind Batman Forever. I don't. I've never even seen Batman and Robin. It was terrible, but I mean, granted, there was a lot of things wrong with it, but it was a fun Batman. <laughs> Batman Forever. I'll have to watch it again. So let's try to move through these. Movies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. All right. So that's 2016. Um, obviously, since those are the, the biggest ones, we spent a little bit more time on, and yeah. we know the most about. So the next one, 2017, we have Wonder thin. Woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's some speculation. So Wonder Woman, we know who Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot is. Um, I started reading the recent... Um, God, I'm going to fucking screw up his name. Uh, Brian Azzarello. Brian Azzarello. Yep. He's oh, a fantastic a writer. Job. All right. And yeah. then uh, Cliff Chang. Wonder Woman, fucking amazing. I have never read a Wonder Woman comic before the New 52. And since reading it, because I'm such a huge Greek god and goddess fan... Oh, okay. I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is... This... Other than Jason Aaron's Thor, those are like two of my favorite comics now. I love those comics. Um, Brian Azzarello is a very capable writer, and I'm not sure if you've ever read 100 Bullets. Nope. I know, but I've never read it. I'd had to plug it a little bit because it's (laughs) it's a fantastic, fantastic run of a comic. Yeah. And that's what got me into Brian Azzarello. And since then, because uh, other than Vertigo, pretty much I stick with the more superhero-themed DC Comics when it is written by a writer from more or less the underground and or, like, independent-type comics and things. And Brian Azzarello actually wrote a uh, series for Superman called For Tomorrow. He did a Batman called Broken City, Mm -hmm. uh, which was also very good. And actually, it was paired with Eduardo Rizzo, who did 100 Bullets with Brian Azzarello. Okay. And... uh, uh, it's very good stuff, and he he's a very good, very capable writer. Well, you should read his Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, I'd like to. I'm. I can't get into New Fifty Two. It's just I haven't touched any of it, so I'm not going to discount that it's not good. It's just why? Why did you reboot your entire line of comics? Well, couple things. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on the new 52. That's fine. That's but I fine. will tell but you. I'm just right, telling you that's why I haven't touched any of it I will yet. tell you that the ones that I have read are very good. What about the Joker? The Joker in them, you would 
be shocked at what's going on. No, I know what's happening with the Joker. Well, I knew he, like, cut off his face and, like, retaped it on, because I've seen pictures. We'll talk about it after this podcast. But (laughs) Scott Snyder's Batman is one of the best comic books I've ever read in my life. Fact. And it takes Batman to levels that I was like, well, mother, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, seriously. Seriously? So, but we'll talk about it. But anyways... Wonder Woman being another one of the new 52, which is very, very good. But as comic books have gone on for 60-plus years, dude, you're going to have to reboot. I mean, Marvel's rebooted, too. They did, like, Heroes Reborn back in the late 90s. Yeah. And they've rebooted things all the time. Like, I get it, and it's The Ultimate Universe is a complete reboot. I know the (laughs) Ultimates is a complete reboot. I didn't like the Ultimate stuff. Um, Love Ultimate Spider-Man. But, Brian you know, Bendis. but I, I do like Bendis. Like he did like Torso and uh, and Jinx and Goldfish, like yeah. his little like uh, thriller trilogy are fantastic. I haven't read a lot of Bendis's um, like superhero stuff, but Powers is going to be a show now. It is a show now. I didn't know if it started. I yep. know it's by PlayStation. The now first work. episode is and you, okay. can, you can watch it, but um, the rest of it's coming out soon. So it uh I mean, maybe I'll read some of it, but I guess it's just like I saw what they did with the Joker, and I just oh, was not happy about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it, because it makes sense. So, Wonder <laughs> Woman 2017, and then the first Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. The first Justice League movie, I feel they're probably going to introduce Darkseid, or what would be really cool in my mind is the script of Lego Batman 2. Okay. The game. The <laughs> I don't Joker, know. <laughs> the Joker and Lex Luthor team up. They break into the Batcave. They steal all the kryptonite and they use it as a way to stop Batman or Superman. Superman. <laughs> and I was like, That's Fuck awesome. Yes, if I saw this as a real movie. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would definitely be a good way to go down. The and it route. would be a first movie. Dark Side would be the second one. Because sure, Dark Side sure. is, is, is their Thanos. So they're not going to waste them in the first one. And Thanos isn't even going to show up until the third Avengers, so... Yeah. You know, well, Infinity War. Or at least he's going to kill everybody. Part three and four. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for it. I don't even want to get started on that. Um, <laughs> different times. So that's, right. that's the first one. 2018, The Flash uh, movie and Aquaman movie. What do you think? Because you don't read the show or, or don't watch, watch the, the show. show. Yeah. They're making it so it makes sense to have both worlds now. Yeah, I don't... I, unfortunately, I have not watched the show. The last TV show I watched from The Flash was the one from the 90s, which was awesome. Which is great. <laughs> and what Casey informed me on was the the original actor that played The Flash is the father of Barry Allen in the new show, which is kind of cool. So I might have to dip into that a little bit. Um, and again, what he was informing me about is that they are trying to integrate the two, which is the one thing I was unfortunate about because originally I heard that, you know, Arrow and Flash and even Gotham weren't going to be a part of the the DC Cinematic Universe, which I felt where they were kind of like, there's two sides to the coin where it's like, okay, I felt they're missing out because they have so much more time to tell this great, grand story and actually catch up to Marvel in that way because Marvel didn't have it. They just did films. Right. Obviously, they have uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, but they didn't have that. So they can give this opportunity to build all this backstory with all these cool characters then use them for their films, Yep. Uh, which would have been a great idea, <clears throat> but at the same time, also a point that Casey made one of the last conversations we had is like, well, if the movies suck, 
they can separate the two. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it really all is just how things go forward. I, I hope that what they do is, because DC's known for different Earths and different times and all that stuff, and with... The, a lot more alien-type stuff. A lot more alien-type stuff, um, but with, like, the Flashpoint thing where Flash <laughs> goes, creates a different timeline. Mm-hmm. One timeline continues with the Flash. One timeline continues with, like, Thomas Wayne as Batman and okay. all this other weird shit happens. Like, in the crime alley, like, Bruce and Bruce gets killed. Martha goes crazy and actually becomes the Joker. Oh really? That, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a very cool comic. Huh. So, who knows what this Flash's world is going to be like? We also don't know this Flash could be Wally West. It's true. It doesn't have to be Barry Allen. So that's another thing that they have not announced. Um, the Aquaman movie. I'm excited to see Aquaman on the big screen. Obviously, he gets shit on a lot. <laughs> he um, does <laughs> a lot, but. It's yeah. just a big parody. It's yeah. great. But I think Aquaman, to be honest with you, I'm a huge sea geek, and I've always been a fan of the, the sea, the oceans, uh, sea creatures. Uh, when it came to, like, Greek mythology, you got Poseidon, the God of the Sea, and all that stuff. And it's always been... I'm a total fanboy when it comes to that stuff. So, you know, Atlantis and all that. And when they said they are going to do an Aquaman film, I was like, Whatever they do, I don't really care because it just seems like a cool movie to have out yeah. there. I always thought it was a super cool character, and I think it's going to be cool. I think they cast it very well. I think Jason Momoa is going to be, at least looks wise, is going to be a cool Aquaman. I um, think yeah. I mean, he could to make him a badass will be pretty cool. And I think the one thing when I'm I'm concerned about the DC Cinematic Universe mainly because there's too much happening at the beginning. You got Dawn of Justice, you got Suicide Squad, you got Justice League in the first two years of all this stuff happening. And there's so many characters to be thrown at you. They didn't give any basis to start off of. I mean, you have Wonder Woman in a standalone in 2017, then you got Flash Knock. Well, now they're doing their standalones. But it's like, you need that first. That's what Marvel did. I'm actually okay with it. (laughs) Well, so here's the thing about the Marvel movies, the beginning ones. You get this backstory, and then you and then you got to deal with that. Yeah. The endings, for the most part, suck. Like, the Iron Man fight with Iron Monger is, like, two seconds. And it's like... Yeah, eh. I know. I know that. The Captain America quick. thing, it's kind of cool, actually, like, that ending. But, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, Are you talking First group. Avenger? Or? Yeah, First okay. Avenger. Oh, Winter Soldier. All right, I just wanted to make sure. I want to yeah. clarify. But doing it like this... Introducing these characters even for like a minute, two minutes, and then having their own movies is a different way of doing it, and I would appreciate it. But like as Guardians of the Galaxy has taught us, we don't have to have a backstory for a movie to work, and no. I like that. No, I can, I can see that point, and it could absolutely work. It, and you're right, it very much could. I guess I'm just concerned with the big thing about Guardians is like <clears throat> who read or even knew. What Guardians of the Galaxy was. No one. Everybody knows a lot of these characters. Correct. So they're going to have a lot of expectations going into this. But let's let's go back to what I said before. 
a lot of people who are comic book fans <laughs> know yeah. who these people are. There's a separation. Yes. No, I get it. Okay. The <laughs> general audience actually spends money at movies. Comic book people don't. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, comic book people, like, the, the dick geek... Won't even spend money at the movie theater. They'll be like, I'll just download it. I'll just (laughs) rent it. Right. As if you can do it anymore. They'll probably download it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, like, the average moviegoer is the one who drives ticket sales. And the average moviegoer is like, I don't care who this chick is. She looks like she's badass, man. You know. There's a comic on this? What? (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's what they are. I know. And I get it. I understand. Dan, why it's like that, but that's the unfortunate fact is that, and it's not even the fact that they don't know the comics, it's more or less just the droning of Hollywood films. It's like, you know, the whole Bayverse kind of thing. It's just like people just need to see action. They don't give a shit about what it's about. And that's the unfortunate part. And I think that's the reason why. Action films in the last 10, 15 years have just deteriorated for the most part in Hollywood. Not to say there aren't good ones out there, but just like in general, like you said, people don't care. Well, I think it's going to be a little bit different when when we see the... I'm hoping it's different when we see movies because like the Marvel movies have proved otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um we yeah, Marvel is definitely where, the exception. Yeah, like comic book movies now are are making the most money, right? So They're like when you watch seriously, right? You watch Winter Soldier. It's a spy movie that yeah. happens to have this dude who has a shield. Who's Captain but it's a, it's a spy movie. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. Right? You know what I mean? So like, I don't know what they're gonna do because I don't know the plots of any of these movies, but hopefully they have a good writing team behind it where these movies and like Marvel's. That's the other thing. Marvel has hired comic book writers to write their movies. And that's the great which thing. Which makes like, sense. They've done it well. And capable directors. It's like James Gunn got well, to do Guardians Joss of the Galaxy. Joss, well, obviously Joss Whedon. But everybody knows Joss Whedon. <laughs> so that was fantastic. But he was still very small, well, essentially, before he did Avengers. Yeah. And But then you got Trey Gunn. who James, James Gunn. Gunn. I screwed that up earlier. I don't know why. Even though he said it correctly <laughs> the first time. <laughs> But, like, I mean, people knew Joss Whedon, but who fucking knew James Gunn? Like, there was me, obviously, and you, and, like, he was super underground. Yeah. And he got to do Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. I know I have a couple friends that were, like, they saw the trailer, and that looks fucking stupid. Like, oh, yeah. Like, they just, like, shitted most, on it. Most of my friends said it was stupid. And then they, they haven't even seen it yet, so they don't even know, but, like, most people saw the trailer and then just completely discounted it. Well, until their friends walked out and said, you have to see this right. because it made so much money last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was fantastic and it was really good. And actually, you know what's funny? This is completely off topic, but I heard that Dennis Howerton, who plays, uh, sorry, Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis from It's Always Sunny, yeah. was the other actor that they were going to use if Chris, um, Pratt. Well, Chris Pratt couldn't do uh, Star-Lord. That would have been very interesting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he would have then went into, like, Jurassic World and everything else. Yeah, seriously. It <laughs> would have been different. But, um... It would have been Dennis from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oof. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right? It would have been so funny. I mean, I like Dennis. I love Dennis. I think he's hilarious, but it's it would just, have been really different. I guess because of Chris Pratt doing, like, a 180 from, like, fat, schlubby dude on Parks and Rec to, like, chiseled... 
like hot dude in Guardians. Well, he started out with um, SEAL Team Six, right? That's uh, where he re- zero dark thirty. Zero dark thirty. But he went and gained the weight immediately after. Oh, did he? But, oh, did yeah. That. He like got jacked, <laughs> but he's under all this camo. You don't see it, and right. then he was like, "Fuck it," eating a bunch of pizza. <laughs> like when he went back to Parks and Rec, he was the same fat Andy. And then- <laughs> it was awesome. So I like that about him. That That's he's funny just that like he can do that. <laughs> I think now though, because people are throwing roles at him. Now he needs now to he's stay like, fit. Ugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's I gotta a try. Work out. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyways, so Sorry. 2009, that's 2018. 2019, Shazam. We know nothing about this movie. We don't even no. know who the fuck Shazam is. And I don't know. Black Adam obviously is a formidable opponent against Shazam, but. Seems who, to be an, an obvious opponent. But who physically can come close to The Rock? Because you <laughs> have, to, they have, have to be. He has to be essentially bigger. He has to be bigger, and he also has to be, or at least the same size, and he also, more importantly, has to be bigger personality than The Rock. Which is awesome. I think Dwayne Johnson is a fantastic actor. I think Just Dwayne, saying. Dwayne Johnson should have been Shazam. Right? How the I think fuck it are you been, supposed to fight him? I, I do. I think, I think you know, people can, uh, whoever makes fun of The Rock or Dwayne Johnson, I think, I think he's awesome. I've well, always I think enjoyed you're him. ridiculous because he's a, an incredible human being. Right? Yeah. I think he's just an awesome person. And, like, when, you know, he started acting and he came out and did The Rundown. I thought it was awesome. Good I think movie. it was a super fun movie. Yep. He was great in it. Yep. And, and then he did his, his role in Be Cool, which was hilarious. Yep. You know, he's had some, you know, lulls in his career. his first was Scorpion King. He did dude. Scorpion King. And, yeah. actually, he was the CGI'd in The Mummy Returns. That's what I mean. And then yeah. he did The Scorpion I meant, King. Like, the Scorpion King in Mummy Returns. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, but the rundown was awesome. But then Peter Berg, he's like, people don't know who Peter Berg is, but, like, he does a lot of great movies. He did very bad things back in 97. Peter Berg's great. And uh, they let him do, um, he did Battleship. He did Battleship. But then he did the, what was it, American, not a, it's not American Sniper, that other one with Lonesome Lone, Lone Survivor. It's Lone Survivor. So yeah. he's, he's been fine. He's yeah. No, he does, career. he has a city career and he's, they, every movie he does, but people just don't even know his name. So he's directing Shazam? No, 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 no. I was just mentioning Peter Berg because he did the rundown. Oh. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> I just had to throw his name out there. Oh. Yeah, um, he's great. <laughs> but he's just great. He's great. Um, but I think overall, Dwayne Johnson is just good. But I think until people really appreciate what he does, I think people still just think he's a wrestler. Well, I so don't far think removed so. from that anymore. Not anymore. You really don't think so? I, no, because he doesn't even wrestle anymore. No, of course he doesn't wrestle, but I even conversations I have that maybe just to non like people like us, like I still feel like I have conversations where I have to convince them that he's a good actor. I don't think so. Not anymore. Maybe you've had the wrong conver- different conversations oh, because but I now feel like it's I have. like Rock comes in, he does G.I. Joe, they make money. He comes in, does Fantastic or Fast and Furious, Fast he makes and Furious. money. Like I haven't seen the new ones yet. Oh God. Amazing. Really? I love the show. I wanna see the seventh one because James Wan did it. Yeah. I wanna see that. And he's fantastic. Yes, he is. Um all right, we gotta get through these Sorry. real quick. So um yeah, Shazam, it's Shazam was always uh, thought it was a cool character and it will be very hard to cast. To be honest with you, I can't even think of somebody off the top nope. of my head. They could even compare nope. to Dwayne Johnson. Nobody else. To Black because Adam. of just how awesome that he is. I, Other than like a CGI'd altered <laughs> version of Dwayne Johnson. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do that. <laughs> um, then Justice League 2, probably Dark Side. We already talked about that. Right. 2020, Cyborg, uh, Ray Fisher 
is is Cyborg. I don't know. I don't know this character that much. To other be honest than with you, I don't know much either. I know the um, the Justice League movies, uh, Justice League War and Throne of Atlantis, the animated movies. I've watched a little bit of Teen Titans Go. Uh, I don't have anything against his character. I actually am excited to see him show up, and his own movie will possibly be good. I just don't know, like, I don't even know if he has his own standalone comic. So I don't know yeah. if there's movies or comics with him that exist outside of the Justice League. Yeah. So that's why I'm, like, hesitant to even get excited about it. I mean, I read World War Three, and he was in it, and that was Mark Miller. Yeah. Um, oh, no, sorry. Um, uh... <clears throat> Grant Morrison. Sorry. Oh, Grant Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, he's big DC. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'm not super familiar with Cyborg either, so I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see, you know, five years from now. <laughs> right. And then finally, the only role other than Shazam that has not been casted, which is Green Lantern. Um, the <laughs> rumor right now is we're either going to see an African-American, John Stewart, or we're going to see... Um, Another, not held, Kyle... Kyle Reese. Kyle, is it Kyle Reese? It's Kyle Reese. I thought Kyle Reese is the character from Terminator. It is, uh... Are they both Kyle Reese? Kyle Rayner. Rayner. Kyle Rayner, okay. sorry. Yeah, I did have it right. So I knew, I, I was on the right path. It's Kyle Rayner. So Kyle Rayner <laughs> and the name that's in the pot right now... We'll get Michael Bean. No, no, it's, <laughs> hey, man. Um, the name in the pot is Chris Pine from Star Trek is possibly playing him. I like Chris Pine. I think he's fun. I think he's a capable actor. I think he could be... His role in Stretch made me convinced <laughs> that he could do comedy. Yeah. And he's, he's in, his character is awesome in Stretch. His character in Stretch is awesome, and he did a pretty fun job in um, Horrible Bosses 2 as well. For, for I haven't comp- seen it yet. It's okay. Yeah. It's not... Not Horrible Bosses. It's not Horrible <laughs> Bosses. I watched it once. I don't need to watch it again. Sure. Um, but if he is, in fact, cast as Green Lantern... I think that, like, when we know that Justice League is next year, maybe this year, I think we need to see who this person is pretty soon, because if he's going to show up in this movie, right? Like, we know everybody else who's going to pop up. You would up. have to see it. Um, my my thinking is that, now, it's been a while since I've green, read Green Lantern, but I'm pretty sure Hal Jordan came back as yeah. Green Lantern for yeah, a while. Yeah, he did. So, you know, if they want I would... I would love to see another Hal Jordan. I, I think I love Ryan Reynolds, but he sucked as Hal Jordan in yeah. the first Green Lantern movie. He's too goofy. And he can be a serious actor, but Hal Jordan is a very serious, kept guy. Well, he's a he's a dick in the animated movies. He's, Hal Jordan? He's Nathan Fillion is the voice. Oh, really? So he's <laughs> like Nathan Fillion. He's like kind That's of awesome. sarcastic and... <laughs> A womanizer, and not a womanizer, he nice. just hits on women. Um, so that's now Hal Jordan. I just feel like the the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds was too campy. There's and a lot of things that we could talk about that movie, which we won't. Which we won't, which is fine. I, um, <laughs> I guess I would just hope, like, if they're going to do a lot of these kind of serious storylines, you know, I just would really love to see Hal Jordan again, because... It could build into that story that I was telling you about, em- Emerald Twilight, where he just he goes nuts, and it would build towards a future story to like the Spectre if a, they wanted the Spectre, right? And they could do a future Justice League based off of it, right? Exactly, because it's a big event. Um, and then they could introduce Kyle Rayner that way, and then things they'll like do that. Black Knight, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. they won't do that. Well, maybe they will. 
Maybe in 20 years. There's a lot of, yeah, <laughs> another 20 years. But, um, so that's, that's it, you know, like that's the DC lineup. Um, I think we did a pretty good job. <laughs> I think we covered <laughs> as much as we could, right? As much yeah. as we know. Yeah, yeah, I think we did a good job. So let's, you got some things to plug, right? Plug. Uh, let's see Um, well I am a uh, musician foremost a guitar player singer songwriter Um, (laughs) and I've always been in bands such as like Pollock and Herod Um, so I'm more of a metalhead but I I recently put out my debut solo acoustic album last November which is a big deal for me because I've never done anything like that I've also never sang on anything before and it was just me, just acoustic music, and um, you can check it out on Bandcamp. It's just brianplatter.bandcamp.com. Full stream there, or if you really want to help me out and purchase a copy of the album, I have physical copies available. Um, and I'm also a graphic designer. I do freelance design for pretty much anything you can think of. I work with a lot of bands where I do album artwork, logos, t-shirt designs. I do lyric videos now as well. What's the name? Six um, Shot Studios. There we go. And it's spelled out S-I-X, <laughs> Shot Studios. It's a tongue twister for most people. Yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, right? <laughs> so it's just sixshotstudios.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and see a lot of the work there. So like I said, I do a lot of work for bands, and I do a lot of work for uh, all kinds of businesses. I do brandings and stuff like that, and I do websites as well. So it's fun. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> So um, you can check out more of our podcast uh, on our don'tforgettotell.com website. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can, if you have any suggestions or comments or anything, leave them on, you know, a review. Um, if you want to email us directly, it's info at don'tforgettotell.com. Uh, we also have a donation page set up um, so that we can kick back to the show, um, get better equipment, um, all that kind of hosting fees, all that kind of fun stuff. And um, I just want to thank Brian for showing up and geeking out about <laughs> DC today when he thought that he didn't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess once you get me rolling, I, I don't stop. <laughs> but I very much appreciate this opportunity. This is fantastic. <laughs> so this has been um, Tau Late Talk, and this is Casey saying bye. Have a good day, guys. Bye.